All right. Let's see. Okay. So it looks like we're live and we are here with another episode of Roasted Conversations. I'm Melissa, the owner and founder of Southern Sweet and Sassy, a roasted table coffee company. And today we are talking with Rietta. Um, not only is she author, but she is a blogger and she has her own podcast that we'll talk about a little bit later on. Thank you. Okay, sorry about that. No, that's fine. <laughs> I love the little intro. How fun is that? I put it together via Canva. <laughs> I love Canva. Like, I seriously use Canva for everything. I've made both of my novel covers with Canva. Like, yeah. And they look it's the good. It's, it looks super. I was looking at it, it looks super professional. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I agree. I love Canva. I think you can do a lot of things in Canva. Um, the only thing that they don't have a template for is ads when it comes to be like certain sizes, but you have to kind of use your mind and just put things together. But yeah. um, Canva is amazing. It, it's actually not the easiest place to make a book cover because there's actually um, an app called, well, I guess it's not an app. It's called Book Brush, which you might it would work for your ads too. So that's something you can consider. It's kind of like Canva. Um, it's actually geared more towards authors, but I mean, they literally have like sizes for everything like ads and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Like they have all the perfect sizes. So that's kind of cool. It's called book rush book brush, like a brush that you brush. paint with book brush. I'm definitely going to have to look at that. I'm always looking for like different things to try that, you know, might be more user-friendly or have yeah. a little bit more, you know, something going on. Um, that is awesome. I always learn something new every day. Me too. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> so um, we'll go into like specifics, you know, like about you being an author and, and blogger and stuff, but tell us a little bit about you as a person. Oh, everybody's favorite part, right? Talk about yourself. Uh, <laughs> so I am a military spouse. I've been married to my husband for 10 years. I've known him for a long time, but that's a whole nother story. He's uh, in the Marine Corps. So we've been mm -hmm. bouncing around back and forth. We have one son who just turned nine. Um, I used to be a fitness professional before I started writing. I went to school and got my bachelor's degree in kinesiology, exercise science. So I was a personal trainer for over 12 years. And then I decided to shift gears, especially when COVID hit, because it made things really difficult. So then I started writing and podcasting and it's been an amazing journey and I haven't looked back. Oh my goodness. So you did all this like in the past year or so, almost like yeah, the past I year to two years. Yeah, I just, um, I guess my first novel, it took me so long. I waited like eight years to write my first book, <laughs> but I didn't publish. Let's see, when did I publish? I published in 2020. So yeah, it was, it's all been like within the, the COVID world. So yeah, I guess I've been very successful. Like you talked about COVID's actually been pretty good to me. Yes. COVID has been pretty good to, I think a lot of, uh, businesses that are, you know, up and coming or that are, um, you know, more online e-commerce podcast, you know, people are at home. So anything that yeah. they can do online is something that they're really interested in. Um, but so this book was like eight years in the making, or it just took you eight years yeah. to kind of like, Hey, I want to write a book and you have two. 
I do, and the third one's coming, and I just wrote out a whole plan to write a six-book series, so it's not stopping anytime soon. But yeah, the first book is actually based on my husband and me, and every time I told people our story, they were like, oh my God, you've got to write that down. It would be the greatest book ever, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's not a bad idea, and then it just took me that long to finally to finally do it. I was like, okay, uh -huh. I need to do this. And when COVID happened, because I used to work a regular nine to five job like everybody. Actually, I had two jobs at one point and I made the excuse like everybody else does. You know, I don't have time. I don't have time. I have a kid. I have two jobs. And when I stopped working, I didn't have an excuse anymore. So mm -hmm. I finally had time. That is so neat. So the six book series that you're, you know, thinking about, is it like, is it going to be different people each book or is it going to, you know, be like one person and, you know, just kind of like go through, you know, uh, different phases in their life? It's going to be different people each book, but they're all going to kind of relate back to a place that's in a current book that I'm writing. Um, they're mm -hmm. actually all going to be about veterans. Um, you know, this is a community I know and a community I'm passionate about. So it's going to be about six different veterans and what they're doing since they've got out of the military. And then, of course, there's going to be some romance in there because, it wouldn't be me if there wasn't romance. Right? And that's actually my favorite genre. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> it's romance. You have to live in the book. I mean, everything. It's just like, I'm, I'm a weird um, I'm a weird reader. Because for me, it's like when I read a book, it's this movie happening in my head. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can literally see what's going on in this book as you're reading it. And it's just a movie. And I explain that to my children, too, when they're, um, you know, they don't like to read and i'm like i didn't birth you there's no way possible <laughs> you came from me because i love to read and i always have a book in my hand so i explained to them i said look i said you like to watch movies i said mm -hmm. reading is more just reading the storyline that entails a movie but then you're making the movie up in your head i was like you're using your own characters and your own voices and that might be kind of you know what's that disorder type call, you know, just kind of crazy. Oh, like multiple personality kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole multiple. I was like, but you have so much fun doing it and I keep explaining it to them. And I just don't think that, I just don't think they're really big readers. They hate it. It might change too. Cause I remember when I was younger, I wasn't a super big reader and even necessarily like in college, cause you know, you're so busy doing everything mm -hmm. else and reading what you have to read that I don't think I really, I didn't really start reading until I was like, you know, out of college. So it could change. Like all of a sudden they might be like, they might be like mom and be like, okay, I'm reading, you know, 50 books this year. <laughs> I think I read a lot more than that, but you know, I get the gist. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that's like, everybody got into that, um, that sex life show on Netflix. And then when I heard it was a book, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta read the book. And like, my husband's like, well, you already know what happens. I'm like, no, the book's never the same. It's not ever. It's always more detailed, you know, you get more into the head of each character than yes. allow. So it's so much better. Well, there's some movies that are better than books. Like, uh, was it the, the Heaven um, with Reese Witherspoon? Uh, you know what book it, it was like? It was like, just like Heaven. Just like Ooh, Heaven. That's, that's actually one I haven't read. Yeah, so I'm not gonna, See? you know. Now I have now I have to read the book and watch the movie. But the movie is great. The book was not. <laughs> okay, no, just usually it doesn't happen that way. Usually the usually book I feel doesn't. like is better. Right, but yeah, no, I was I was not really happy with that book. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and Ready Player One became such a huge movie. And that was a mm -hmm. that was a book. There's two of them actually. And the book and the movie are so different. And everybody loved the movie, but I'm like, have you read the book? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, you got it. It's so different. Like they're so different. It's like you need to read the book. You can get the full aspect of, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so tell me about blogging. I mean, you talk about how you like to, you know, blog on like adventures. What adventures have you taken? I do. I haven't been blogging as consistently. I've been a bad girl. But <laughs> when I do blog, blog, um, you know, I'm here in Hawaii. So I have all these amazing fun adventures that I've been doing. I've been hiking and swimming out to little tiny islands and, you know, just doing all this fun stuff that, I thought of a cool way to always remember it, even when I'm older, is to have a blog of all the cool things I was doing here and all the crazy hikes I was doing. So when I'm, even if it's just for me, even if I look back when I'm 70 and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember I climbed that crazy mountain and I almost killed myself mm -hmm. on my birthday. Like, <laughs> Which mountain was it? Um, Olamana, so three peaks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I had a little slip. I scared the crap out of my friends. Um, thank God for cat-like reflexes, but they aren't joking that hiking here in Hawaii is intense. <laughs> Have you went to the crater yet? Uh, Caillou Crater? I think it's, I don't remember, but it's 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 the crater. It's not, it's on the east side of the island um, and it's really big with military. So you'll see a lot of like military personnel climbing it and it's got this bunker at the very top of it. Okay, it might be. Is it diamond the stairs? Head. No, it's oh, diamond, diamond head. head. Diamond yes. head. I've done diamond head. I actually took my family that was just here to do diamond head because they're not as like hiking oriented, and I didn't want anybody mm -hmm. to get hurt. So we did do diamond head because it's a little on the easier side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's beautiful. Did, it is the the view. Yes, we we did diamond head. Um, I was actually in the navy when we did diamond head. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It was our, um, what do you call it? Just, I don't know. I, don't, I just kind of like shop get together. Everybody, you know, took the day and went yeah. on Diamond Head. Um, That's so fun though. Yeah. Um, so what other adventures have you had? Um, let's see. We swam out, including my parents. I even took my parents. We swam out to um, what they call Chinaman's Hat. I never say the proper name right. It's like Mokili Island. Um, so I we actually swam there and climbed to the top, which was really cool. Um, what else have we done? Uh, I've done Stairway to Heaven twice, which you're Ooh. not supposed to. I couldn't resist. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've done I've done like 50 hikes since we've lived here. So I've really taken advantage of being here and enjoying our time here. And since my husband's been gone so much because it's really rough in Hawaii, I've just kind of taken advantage of everything that I can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know we went and saw a lot of uh, waterfalls. They have, yes. Mm -hmm. The hikes that go to waterfalls is so beautiful. I didn't know you can swim to Chinaman's Hat. You can. You actually can walk out there if the tide is low enough, um, which is kind of crazy. Oh, it's kind of freaky too, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We swam and it was it was really cool. I mean, we had uh, what do you call it? Kickboards like or boogie uh -huh. boards just, you know, as a safety precaution. So nobody like got tired and drowned. Mm -hmm. No, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. good thinking. Yeah, yeah. And I've done a lot of waterfalls, too. There's so many cool ones here, some that are super simple. So like, again, I was able to take my parents when they were here and it wasn't a struggle mm -hmm. for them. And then there's some more elaborate ones, but they're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. They are. That's awesome. Um, so 
you were talking about, you know, in just kind of like a little, your blurb about books that you love. What books do you love? Oh my gosh. That's such a hard question because there's so many amazing books. Um, one book that's always uh, stuck, stood out to me is Olive Kittyridge. I never know if I say that name right over it's Olive Kittyridge, but it was such a like emotional book and it had so many different aspects to it that I just, um, you adore Olive, even though she's kind of like grumpy, but like lovey and she just kind of wants to be a part of her family. I don't know if you've read it, but mm -hmm. it's just, um, it's just a wonderful book. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I of course love like some of the classics, like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is a great book. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I love anything by Sally Thorne. I think she's adorable and witty. Um, her, the Hating Game has gotten a lot of play lately. Like people have been noticing her and they're just so much fun. Lainey Moriarty is an amazing author. Um, and I have so many fun author friends, like indie authors. Um, that you just, you learn about authors that you would never even think. So that's one of the great things about Instagram is like you connect with other indie authors mm -hmm. and you can read stuff that I never would have found normally. And uh, yeah, I guess that would be it. I don't know, there's so many. <laughs> there is, there is so many. And, and and you're right, like I've connected with a lot of my favorite authors, not only on Facebook, but Instagram as well. And uh, a win for me was one of them bought my coffee. <laughs> Oh, that's so, awesome. And he's, or, you know, and, and she's one of my favorite, you know. Um, what author I'm was probably it? saying it wrong. Um, so this is going to call me out. <laughs> this author is going to call me out. Um, <laughs> so the author goes by the name Kendall Alexander. And oh, okay. Yes. I don't think I've read any of their books. I'm going to have to go read now. Yeah, yeah. So definitely within the romance genre, but within the LGBTQ romance genre. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, so I'm a really big reader of um, of that genre. So yes, it calls me out, <laughs> but that's a good thing, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a good thing. And I love, that's that's why I love talking books because there's always a book that somebody's gonna say that you're mm -hmm. like, I haven't read that yeah. one. All right, adding it to my never ending list of books that I need to read. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. Oh my goodness, I love it. Um, so tell me a little bit about your podcast. I love it personally. Oh, thank you so much. Um, it's funny, for the longest time, it was a running joke between Connie and I. Uh, Connie's my cousin. Mm -hmm. And we always joked, because I mean, I guess everybody feels that way. We have a crazy family and we just feel like we should just get on there and tell all of our crazy family stories because people are going to be so amused by it. So it was this joke for the longest time, like, oh, we're going to get on and people are going to think it's so funny. And when COVID happened, we finally were like, well, let's do this. And it didn't even necessarily start out as funny family stories. We started mm -hmm. off just like giving people topics that everybody relates to, relationships, um, communication. Um, i trying to even think now. It feels like so long ago that we started. <laughs> but just like every topic that you could think of, dealing with death, dealing with um putting together wills and testaments, moving, renovations, just like ever. We talked about any and every topic that we thought people would think is important. And then we just threw our family, family stories in there. Mm -hmm. And then we decided we wanted to start interviewing because we wanted to start sharing people's important stories and letting people know that there are other people out there that might have the same struggles or somebody that you could relate to. And even if we could just connect one person with one other person, then it was worth it. So then we started interviewing 
and every person we've interviewed has been amazing. I mean, we've interviewed, we've talked with you about your amazing mm-hmm. coffee. We've talked with a quadruple amputee. We've talked with somebody that has a J pouch. I mean, just so many different and unique people. And it's just, it's been so rewarding, not only for us, but I feel like for our guests. And it's just been such a wonderful experience. Yeah, because you know they're able to tell their story and get it out there. And is it um? Is so is it strictly just audio? Because I I know ours was. Yeah, we do do audio. Um, I do a lot of the editing, and um, editing YouTube is really hard. <laughs> I agree. I put stuff so, in YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and Connie was gonna do it. She does have a regular job as well. Um, I think she I think she did like one of them. Um, our first one with John Peck, which was our quadruple quadruple amputee. And then she was like, I can't, I don't have time for this. It's too hard. And I already edit the audio and I, it takes me three hours sometimes to do the audio. So there's no way I could do both. So we just stuck with just the audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even, a lot of work. <laughs> it is. I mean, even just uploading this. Um, so when mm-hmm. I download and then I go to upload and I'm sitting here probably for a good hour you know, just mm-hmm. trying to get this up on a, on, onto YouTube and putting in all the information that needs to go in there. And, um, I can imagine I, and, and it's like, I don't edit it. I just download and upload and I just put the information in there. <laughs> well, you save yourself a lot of time. Um, cause it's, it's a lot of work to edit it. And sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes we have people that are just amazing interviewees. I don't know if they're just, you know, some people just have the knack for it. And sometimes it's, it's a lot of editing, which is fine. I don't mind mm-hmm. it, but I can't, there's no way I could do both as much as I would love to. I just, there's no way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd have to yeah. hire somebody. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me about like what your experience has been so far as a military spouse. It has been one heck of a ride, but it is, it's been worth it. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, yeah. We've only moved twice in our, let's see, what did I say? 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Well, we've been married 10 years. He's been in almost 11. So we've only moved twice, which is kind of unheard of. We're about to come up on our third time. So I feel like we've been blessed, at least in that aspect of not having to move as much. We got that first duty station in Pendleton for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's been it's been awesome. I mean, we're here in Hawaii. Can't really complain. I mean, my husband's gone a lot. That's the only thing that's hard. That's that's probably the hardest thing is when he's deployed and you've got a young kid or kids and you're mm-hmm. trying to fill the shoes of both mom and dad, mm-hmm. but you do the best you can. But I wouldn't trade any of it. I love it. I love being able to see the world and be around and I miss our family, but mm-hmm. it's been a good ride. And my husband and I have grown a lot over the last 10 years. And I think the military is to thank for some of that. You know, we've both grown and matured, not only in his career and my career, but together as a couple. And I think I think the military has part to do with that just because it's challenged us in ways that other couples don't get challenged. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I've always, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really big on, I think everybody should have experience, you know, in the military, especially after high school, because I really feel it sets you on this path. Um, it's so regulated or regimented, you know, it kind of yeah. it puts you in a routine. And I think, you know, kids coming out of high school, 
you know, they need to get into a life routine. They need to understand, you know, plus, I mean, you, you're having that paycheck and all the, you know, the medical and then, you yeah. know, the college. Um, but when you come out of it, you are a different person. I know I only did one tour. Um, and within that tour is when I met my husband and then I got out and became the spouse. But um, just in that one tour, it's like you experience and you learn so much that you take with you, you know, for the rest of your life. Um, and I tell that to my kids all the time. I'm like, look, you got two choices. It is college or the military. So you need to pick. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only do two branches. That is it. It is the Navy or the Air Force. <laughs> so I was like, pick. <laughs> oh, come but, on, you gotta give them the Marine Corps as an option. Well, the Marine is a department of the Navy. <laughs> That's true. My my All husband my would argue. My husband would argue that it's the boys' department or all the men's Marine, department. Yeah, all my Marine friends are probably turning over right now. Like, look here, you guys are just you know the rides for us. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. Um, so, is there any advice that you might give, like a new? incoming military spouse or maybe a spouse that you know might be having some sort of issues or something oh goodness that's a good question um i think my first biggest advice would be to be flexible because that was one of my hardest things especially as somebody with like anxiety and like dealing with like all the changes you have to be flexible because it's not going to stay the same like you could get orders and then two weeks it could change um, so you have to stay flexible and know like this could change tomorrow and it's just how it is. So you gotta, you gotta kind of just roll with the punches that like old saying, and then, um, make sure you have some sort of support system around you, like find somebody like make friends with your neighbors. Like we talked about when you were on our podcast, find somebody to have coffee with, hang out with, connect with people, know that you aren't alone. There are, we get a bad rap. I feel like military wives get a bad rap. And I mean, just like anybody, there are some, there's some bad apples in the bunch, but for the most part, there's some really great people in our community. So if you reach out and say, Hey, I'm new here. I need some help. Like you're going to find somebody that's going to be like, I got you. Let's do this. Let's yeah. go have coffee. Let's go have lunch. Um, let's get you set up. Let's find what you need. Um, yeah, so I would try to find people to that you can rely on and just stay flexible. Yeah, I completely agree. You have to have that flexibility. If not, you'll just drive yourself crazy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. Um, any parting words be outside of that before we sign off? I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. I've this is the second time we've talked, and I love it. It's been great yeah. both times. We need to have coffee one of these days. We should virtual coffee. Um, <laughs> can brew some of my own. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm planning to order my husband and I some of your coffee because it just sounds so amazing. Oh, my goodness. Prepare to be amazed. I will convert you. I swear. <laughs> I have no doubt at all. And plus, I love supporting, you know, any military, military spouse community because we all need each other. Yes, I'm the same. Definitely. Um, 
All right. Well, thanks again, you know, for being a part of the show. And then everyone, you know, if you're a military spouse and you want to be on the show and just talk about your experience and your story, let me know. Um, I'm definitely looking to schedule a few more. So reach out. All right. And that just concludes another episode of Roasted Conversations.